see what happens when you blink. It's June 1st. Man. Just like that. This isn't, oh yeah, okay, the end of June is half a year. Okay. I don't know why I always think June the 1st is a half a year. Probably the summer thing. School yeah. gets it's out, you know, kids month, are done. Yeah. Right. The sixth mm-hmm. month. But yeah, you got, it's going to fly though. Summer month. Be Christmas before you know it. Man. Oh, don't go there. Well, it's, if you look in Walmart, yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Stuff's yeah. going to be out before, yeah. well, by July 5th anyway. Uh, Jody, I, um, this past weekend, I fixed your pancake recipe for the twins, the buttermilk pancakes. Homemade buttermilk pancakes, baby. Never need to buy a mix again. You, and, and I wanted to add one thing to the recipe. Yeah. The vanilla? Vanilla. I, I, I put, did that this weekend, I too. I put vanilla in, and, and I did them in a pan, mm-hmm. and... It made me actually go to the store and buy one of those plug-in griddles. Yes. Because after doing it in the pan, it's like I couldn't, It's you could fit three in a pan if you're lucky. No. So I went and bought the griddle. Boom. And I, and I had the griddle sitting in, you know, Jackson wasn't with me, my 13-year-old this weekend. So I had the box with the griddle sitting on the counter. And when he came over uh, uh, on Tuesday, mm-hmm. he goes, ooh, can we have pancakes for dinner? Yep. Yeah, buddy. So, so you, I made it again for and him. And you liked them? Yeah. Oh, they're good. They are good. Jackson likes um, chocolate chips in them. Yeah. Which, you know, that's fine for him. But if I eat chocolate chip pancakes, they are, they just, that in syrup, it's just like, it always it's too too sugar overload. You yeah. can't do syrup on a chocolate chip pancake. What I do for the so kids. So that's the rules? Well, but a little pat of butter, and then I drizzle a very small amount of chocolate syrup. Oh. Oh. Just what, a small, like that's better? one little Z, ah. one little drizzle. That's too much for me. I, you know what? Jody mm. doing these as homemade instead of using the mix, and it really does taste better. So I know good. it's a little more, but to, to more work. But I like the buttery flavor, and that's it. I don't want any syrup or anything on mine. Mm-hmm. To me, if Just they're good enough, with I don't need anything on it. Yeah, eats what, it in his hand. What's funny is when I tell him, "Sure, we'll make them." I was like, "I got a great recipe for it." Mm-hmm. He goes. Oh, well, you know, I like the kind from the box. I don't like the, the ones from scratch. Are you serious? I was yes. like, well, you're going to eat this one because we had it this weekend and it's good. And, and what so do you he think? Did. He thought it was great. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. It's, by the way, at murphysamandjody.com, real buttermilk pancakes, and they are very easy. Yeah. It's maybe two more steps, mm-hmm. three more oh, steps, it's maybe. It's nothing, yeah. Yeah, and probably you have all the ingredients, mm-hmm. so check it out. Um, coming up later today, guys, things that your kids make fun of you for. You don't get out of parenthood without this. Your kid's well, making fun of you. Yeah, you have to have a sense of humor about this, too. I know yes, several that, that the girls make fun of both me and Jody for you. Yeah. yeah, you do. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Kevin James is coming to Netflix, and I'm super excited about it. Mm. Also, how Jennifer Garner is liking being single. Jody's so sweet. She said it's okay if a cookie makes me cry. <laughs> That's it's what happened. That, good. that is what happened in yesterday's After the Show podcast. So if you want to find out why that happened, go ahead and subscribe at murphysamandjody.com. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys know how much of a crush I have on comedian Kevin James. I know. Mm. You love Kevin James. Sam thinks he's just Paul Blart Malkoff. Yeah. <laughs> I was with him, like in the room with him, I would be blushing. That's how I don't need to meet him. Jody, I just adore him. Jody's the first person I ever heard, heard call a sweetie patiti. Sweet potato. A sweet potato. Oh. Anyway, Kevin James, you know him from The King of Queens. You know him from Paul Blart, Mall Cop. We, one and we, two. And one and two. And The Zookeeper, which <laughs> Paul is even Blart, better. Paul Blart, Zookeeper. Because he had all those um, animals talking to him. Yes. Um, Kevin James is doing a Netflix stand-up special, and I'm super excited about it. You know, they've announced this. Like, they've got one with Ellen. they got a bunch of comedians coming back to do stand-up specials. I, I've never known him as a stand-up. I always thought he was just a comedic actor. There's some. I think my fitness goals are different than most people's. You know, most people want to lose enough weight so that they're, you know, look good in a bathing suit or they lower their cholesterol. 
I just want to lose enough weight so that my stomach doesn't jiggle when I brush my teeth. Uh, it. Then it's just maintenance. That's all. Self-deprecating and too cute. And too think, cute. He started in stand-up, though, right? That was I the first place I heard of him was stand-up. Right. I love his physical comedy because, like, he just goes there. He goes mm. there on those segways and. I'm just having flashbacks to Zookeeper. So look for that. That'll, that'll be one I look forward to. Mm-hmm. I know there's a Chris Rock one. There's an Amy Schumer one. Netflix is where all the stand-up will be in the coming years because yeah. they're landing all these deals. I've also got Jennifer Garner news. You know that she and Ben Affleck finally made their divorce final recently and Ben yeah, Affleck has moved out. I really thought it was... I mean, because it looked like they were trying to hold it together and or yeah. pull it back I together. Know. You know, whatever reasons that they can't make it work, they are co-parenting together really, really well. They put their children first and all that. She told People Magazine that she's settling into her life as a, you know, single mom, but she is... You're going to like this too or hate it for her. Not ready to date yet yeah. because she needs to heal because... Are you ready for this? Ben was the love of her life. Mm. Oh, Until he put the bat suit on. That's right, Ben. Way to go. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up next, we're going to finally address some of your comments and questions about the ultimate no bean chili recipe. So I made chili the other night, and because it's one of those things that I can make, and everybody in the house eats it, and it's an easy one pot thing. Yeah, as long as you don't put beans in it, though, it's funny the kids get picky about some things really? being in it. Yeah. One, one yeah. of our kids doesn't like beans, and every once in a great while, I want beans in the chili, so I'll make a big pot for all of us with yeah. beans and one little for her. Which you're not supposed to do that, but hey, I'm a mama, <laughs> I can do it. Um, so the other night, I made a typical easy, quick, no bean chili where we add corn because they like that. Yeah. And I do beef and pork and all this. And I posted a little video of it because it was just looking so happy and bubbly. And boy, did we get some questions about it. Straight from our Facebook page. David, what are the questions? Let's try to answer them. You're not the only one with picky eaters. Yeah. Kat says, Jody, for my picky eater, I blend the beans and tomatoes together. Mm. You can get the fiber and the good protein from the beans and they will never know. I could totally blender it up and sneak it in there like that. Like Jerry Seinfeld's wife. She snuck all the vegetables in the food. I wasn't feeling that way, though. I was just like, you that, know. That is an extra step, but man, that's genius. Didn't think about that. I wonder if she would catch it or not. No, she wouldn't catch it. Okay, that. good mm-hmm. good trick, Kat. <laughs> Bethany says, I love avocados with my chili. Yep. Good choice. Yeah, we sliced up some of those, too. We had a bunch. And Christy says, looks good, but I've never seen it with corn. Where's my invite, Jody? Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Look, I know a lot of the questions were, how do you make it? What's the recipe? I didn't think to post the recipe when I posted the video because... It's chilly, yeah. but quite simply, we it's put up. We put it up at murphysamandjody.com if you want to see how I make it. But I use ground beef and pork every time because it smells. I mean, it tastes better that way. Um, chili seasoning or packets, whatever you want. I put a whole can of tomato sauce in and drained corn, and when I feel like it, beans. Mm-hmm. And I l- l- cook it all, make it happy. And the longer you let it simmer like that, the better it really is. So you use. So sauce instead of tomatoes, like chili tomatoes. Yeah, I like to use actual tomato sauce. Mm. You can do both. Yeah. But um, the the key to it is that you serve it with Fritos and sour cream and cheese. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have some leftovers in the fridge today. Oh, that's right. Unfortunately, none of you will be able to try it because I'll be eating it all. <laughs> but it's that good. Yeah. Anyway, it's an easy <laughs> no-bean chili recipe. I kind of call it like a kid-friendly you know, because yeah. the kids will eat it easily. So, and Murphy, um, check it out at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Sam has music news. Ed Sheeran's finally answered those uh, rumors about whether or not he's engaged to get married. That's next. 
Sam's got music news. Ed Sheeran's now uh, addressing those allegations that he is, in fact, engaged. I'm in love with the shape of you. Allegations? You make it sound like it's a crime. Maybe not allegations. Rumors. Oh, it was a rumor, right? Because he says he's swinging single, having a good time, and... Who is it that says? Swinging single. I don't think he's ever said that, Frank. <laughs> but <laughs> Russell Crowe, in, in an interview right, a couple Crow. weeks ago, said yeah. that one time, or a couple of times, Ed and his fiance stayed at Russell's house. And so uh, right. Ed Sheeran actually went on uh, this this program with the same interviewers, mm-hmm. and he says, you know, he only met her one time, so I'm assuming he must have just said that, assuming that she was my fiance, but he says, no, we're not engaged. Not right. my fiance, not engaged. I didn't said, think so. But uh, he said, well, you know, when he took last year off and took a lot of time off, he said they spent most of their time together, almost every day together. So they're so very serious. close. They're tight. Just not engaged. He's still swinging single, though. <laughs> uh, writing some of the most beautiful love songs of our time. Speaking of uh, swinging single, looks like Fergie has left the Black Eyed Peas. Or was she fired? Well, this is or did second, she leave? This is the second time she's left the Peas. Though. Well, she she left them before, like what a year or so ago, in order to take time, time off to raise the you know her her baby, right. uh, family Axel. issues, family issues, and now it looks like that because like last week she she cut her record deal with some her solo record deal and went and signed up her own little sub label and all this stuff so the other three guys are moving on that makes me sad for the peas because she's part of them yeah she's kind of the voice of them absolutely the female voice well i am is really the voice of them though so uh, maybe they'll find another you know another fergie or Mm, another no such thing something like a fergie to go along with them also (laughs) this is really cool you know alanis morissette 1995 jagged little pill very familiar one of the greatest albums of all time I listen think. to every song. Yeah, you can right. listen to every song. Well, now they're taking it to, uh, not to Broadway yet, but they're making a stage show out of it. The writer is an Oscar winner. The stage person is a Tony winner. The person doing the arrangements is a Tony winner. So they're, wow. they're going all out on this. Going to try it off-Broadway before they bring it to Broadway if it works oh. out. And it'll oh. tell all those angst stories. It's going to tell a story about uh, the complex family dynamics of a multi-generational family. Yep. Using that music. And that guy from Full House that she dated. Yeah, yeah, him too. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, Sam, you're up with a question. Yeah, I need to ask everybody. I need a little professional help in dealing with my cats at home right now. Need a little professional help here in dealing with my felines at home. What's that, Sam? I need to know, you know how there are dog whisperers in the world? Yes. And horse whisperers. I just want to know if there's a cat whisperer. Probably. I don't think it can't be done. See, that's what I'm thinking. Are there books written about cats, about how to... Uh, you know, work with your cat or deal with your cat. Nope. Wait, 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 wait. Do what? what they want to do, Sam. That's what I'm thinking. That's okay, though. What do you? What are you? What are you having a problem with? I just need to talk to the cats to find <laughs> out. Okay, ne- next door neighbor Fred has a pool, right? Yes. There's this little pink pool toy that. The, oh yeah. The cats bring over, and and this is so funny because uh, probably the past week or so. I throw. I go back when I when I see it and throw it in the pool next door. Yeah. Over the weekend, the kids didn't believe me. They were throwing it in the pool, and the next morning, right there in the patio, it, it, it and cats don't like dig water, you know. So the cats are not getting in the pool to get the toy. I guess maybe they're getting it from the side of the pool. But why do they keep giving me this? Uh, maybe one pool first of toy. all, remember I told you that when the cats bring you things, even if it's like a dead lizard, it's hey, I love you. Here's I, my offering. I know I got um, that, but, but I keep throwing. It's like I'm throwing it back, and it's like a boomerang. It comes back every morning, and it's sitting right in the same spot. Yeah, 
I don't know that I buy the offering thing either, but then again, I'm a cat cynic. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I warmed up to them when Jody had them, but we've got all dogs at the house. You never uh, really warmed up. Well, maybe one. Mama cat. You know what the thing is? I I, I loved Mama Cat. I know. And I love black and white too. They were brilliant. They were. I did love them both. <laughs> but I'm just not a cat person. Yeah. I can't That's deal okay with that. That's okay to say that. Not all people are. Plus, it's, I just don't agree with people's cats wandering in other people's yards. You yeah. never know who you're going to run into, and you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah. like you a know? pack of our dogs. Right. Okay. Oh, that's right. Here's my thought, Sam. Just because you say in general that cats don't like water, that doesn't mean a cat won't stick its paw in water to get something mm. like a fish or for whatever reason, this might be they want it and one of your cats is sticking his paw in the water to get it. Maybe he's recruiting one of the ducks from the backyard. Could be. (laughs) I mean, but back to my original question, do you think there are cat whisperers? Probably. If there is, it's beyond me. <laughs> I would say they're so independent, it's tough to do, but you know what? I'm sure somebody can correct us. Somebody's probably Maybe got I some cat find a book, You know, find a book on Amazon or so something. If, if you know of a cat whisperer, let us know. Let Call us, know. us or Facebook us. Meow. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, the reason that Ben Stiller is now getting divorced mm-hmm. in Hollywood, and we'll take you to the National Spelling Bee with some of the impressive work yesterday. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We heard earlier this week that Ben Stiller and his wife of 17 years, Christine Taylor, have split up, and we heard nothing about why. You know, they met on the set of a TV show. They were in Zoolander together. The Derek Zoolander Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, Sam, they, they were in a lot of movies together. Yeah. Sam, did you know that? I've never done the Zoolander thing. I've seen clips, but I've never watched it. Zoolander's funny. Sorry about it. I've never been able to do Zoolander 2 because I've heard it's dumb. Really dumb. You heard that? Yeah. Unlike Zoolander, which is not dumb. Right. You should judge for yourself. (laughs) But I feel you sometimes when they make, like, Dumb and Dumber, did that need to go on and on? No. I didn't think so. It's like you're sitting there on Netflix and it's like, well, it's free and I can do it. Nah. Ben Stiller is one of those guys in Hollywood. He's got that funny thing. A lot of A lot of comedy. But he's got that way serious dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. And apparently he is way serious right now about his career. The only thing that they're saying about why they're splitting up is that they have different priorities. He is so about his career right now. And she is so about being focused on being a mom. Oh, okay. Of course, they have children together and there's no animosity. According to those close to them, they're going to continue to be great parents, but they're not married anymore. I hate to hear that. Yeah, I don't know. I just... Kind of like them together. I thought that was a yeah, real deal. They always seem nice together. Exactly. But that doesn't, yeah, what seems yeah, to be is not what is. All right, let's take you to, today is the second and final day of the National Spelling Bee. You can catch it, uh, the finals on ESPN. And they're trying to make sure they don't have a tie again. They had a tie for like the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. So organizers tweaked the process so that they can get one winner. So the one of the big changes is there was a written test, which was already done. And that's there, like in a file somewhere, to break the tie if it's there's not a single champion right. that kind of emerges. You know the youngest contestant of all time is Edith Fuller. She qualified when she was five years old. She is six, and here's some of her work from yesterday. This is her first word yesterday. Nick to nasty. <laughs> Nick to nasty. N-Y-C-T-I-N-A-S-T. Why? Nick the Nasty. Correct. Huh. Never even heard of it. I'd have got the nasty part right, but not, not the Nick the. <laughs> of 
course you would have said. <laughs> uh, she is six years old. Did I mention that? Her name is Edith. Yeah. National Spelling Bee wrapping up today on ESPN. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. Why Jennifer Garner is not ready to date, even though she is single again. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up just after 7, we know what happens. What do your kids make fun of you for? A lot of comments popping up on our Facebook page about Jody's chili, which it really is very good. But uh, it's got no beans. You can add you, beans. You can put, you can, it's like any recipe. You can tweak it how you want. Yes. But Jody's base recipe, you get it at murphysamandjody.com. Check it out. Okay, uh, we are totally, Murphy, at this place in parenting where our kids make fun of us. And I guess I knew it was coming. It's not. It's fine with me. It's where it's... it's as it should be. You mean I the assume. way that we speak or the way that we Anything do and everything is up for making fun of us for. And I know one day those are the things that will be endearing. So it doesn't bother me as much. Well, you know what I'm saying? And haven't we kind of set it up that way? Because you and I are fairly self-deprecating people. Right. Hmm. Um, however, for instance, when you eat ice cream too quickly and you get a headache, what yeah. do you call that? Uh is it a free, ice cream headache? A freeze headache? Okay, a brain okay. freeze. Brain the girls freeze, that's swear right. it's brain freeze, yeah. but I call it an ice cream headache. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we're eating, I got them some Froyo the other day, and we're driving in the car, and I'm eating it, and oh my gosh, quickly, my head started to really ache, and I said it, and they just died laughing, because that is just an unheard of thing. Yeah. An ice cream headache sounds an old way to say it. It's a brain freeze. Okay. Right. Um, also, at the table the other night, they asked us to say one of your favorite restaurants, Sam, Taco Bell. Yeah. We say Taco Bell wrong for them. Taco well, Bell. no, you say Taco Bell wrong. I say it right. Apparently. What do you say? Taco Bell. I mean, it is Taco Bell, right? I don't understand the difference. What Taco you, Bell. Say it, Murphy? I couldn't even hear it. Taco Bell. Jody? I say Taco Bell. Taco but, Bell. And they're but, saying that I say it incorrectly. Taco if, Bell. Taco to, Bell. Yeah, you have to listen really closely to even hear the difference. The emphasis is on the bell, apparently, when Jody says and it. And she also said, this was Taylor, that all most of her teachers said it wrong, just like me too. So it's an adult to adolescent difference. Mm-hmm. And man, it is just coming hard and heavy. The little mm. things they make fun of us for. Yeah. You know? And I do feel like we do have a good, a good sense of humor about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure parents that don't, I'm sure that is a very bumpy spot because I do understand that one day that'll be endearing. It will be because they love well, us I mean, no matter what. It. Next time they want Taco Bell, say, uh, you either want Taco Bell or <laughs> too bad. Sam, you have five kids. Yeah. What are some of the things you've been made fun of for? Uh, falling asleep on the sofa. Yeah. Like if we're watching something. Oh, And I'll yeah. just doze it because I snore. And so they'll, they'll, you know, hit me with the elbow or, hey, Aww. you fell asleep. And I was like, oh, my yeah. Well, one day they'll understand. Yeah. Right? When they right. fall asleep on the couch and then they'll oh, think of you. My dad used to do it and I used to, like, he falls yes. asleep every time. Circle of life, kids. I'm sure everybody's got a little bit of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let us know what your kids make fun of you for. It is a part of parenting, yeah. isn't it? 877-310-4675. It happens to all parents at some place, and boy, are we there. What do, me and Murphy anyway, what do your kids make fun of you about or make fun of you for? 877-310-4675. We do try to take it in stride and as a humor, as humor, because all is well. It is fun. Uh, Juan, what about you? It's odd because the I've got 
very distinct music taste, uh-huh. and taste in music. And the, especially though I've got an 18-year-old and a 9-year-old that are mm. often in the car with me. Yeah. And they they know the music that I like. Yeah, I'm into bands like, yeah, I guess some of my favorites are In Excess. Yes. Um, Prince and mm. Rick Springfield. Of, <laughs> and, and so they know those, those bands uh, because of me. Yeah, and so anytime it comes on, it becomes a battle of, over the radio because I'm going to turn it up loud. I'm going to sing, so they're going to outscream me so that yeah. I can't hear it, or fight to turn it off. And then they'll constantly make fun of you know I dance to the music and I sing to it. So yeah. it's just teasing me over you know the I guess my New age music. of music yeah. and what I really like. You know what's funny so, about that, Juan? I feel like those funny little things that they think are so funny and quirky about you now, you know this is true. They will love that grow like as they grow older, they'll love that. And they'll love that because of they love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. It'll be special <laughs> to them one day. It really will. Not so odd to be made fun of for your music. No. Not so odd. All right, look, thanks, Juan. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great one. You too. Thank you. It just sounds like uh, you know, it's old to them. Oh, this song in particular. When someone is singing about 1999, which anything was... Anything 19. Phoebe, Phoebe was born in 2005. Yeah. So, to, you know, 19-anything sounds a lo- like a long time ago to her. Yeah, so there was weird? nothing before 2000. Uh, you know, our girls do not make fun of Jody just because she loves Rick Springfield. That's because they know what's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they don't want to get on my bad list. All right, look, let us know what your kids make fun of you for. Man, you could have never predicted it, but it happens to all of us, right? Mm-hmm. 877-310-4675. And coming up next, we'll take some of your comments on this from our Facebook page. We love hearing from you the most, so reach us Reach us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text that number or get us on Facebook or Instagram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. We've been talking about <laughs> what your kids make fun of you for because you don't get out of parenting without that. Yeah. It happens not when they're little, hopefully not when they're grown, but right there in the middle, right? Tweenish teens. Um, so, Bailey, what's in the mailbag today about what kids make fun of us for? Yeah, so on Facebook, Betsy says, how I drink my coffee. You know, you have to blow sip and say, ah, after you take every sip. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And she likes to carry on conversations with the drive through employees. Oh, you know? so Betsy. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Wait, Murphy does that. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, it's, why not? The make ki- your day. The kids don't make fun of you, though, no, they in don't. the drive through line because they know you can't make a word. You can't make a peep from the back seat while Murphy's ordering at the drive through or the order well, will be messed is, up. Is the conversation, Murphy, you make at the ordering or at the window? Yes, at the window. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I was going to say, if you're talking to the box... No. Oh, how's your day today? That would really confuse <laughs> Yeah. All right. Thank you. That's not so bad, Betsy. Yeah, not so no. bad. And then Becky says, my 80s music and going to bed early. Oh, man. You know I've what? had that thrown at me, the going to bed early thing. Yeah. Well, 80s music is easy to make fun of, especially with all the synthesizers, you know what I mean? <laughs> and the but hair. There, but there's a lot of that stuff, you know, that has stood the test of time, just like music from before then and after, it's from the true, 90s too. It's true, but know? there are some things, like as soon as you play something that has a, a synthesizer, our girls are like, oh, it's got to be 80s. Or that saxophone solo that belongs to only 80s oh, yeah. music. They just oh, get yeah. tired of me saying, yep, that's right. That's both of them. Hall and Oates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for that, Becky. Yeah. And then last one, Christy says, uh, singing really loud in the car. Oh, yeah. I think that um, I do that a lot. I haven't 
I, I don't do that when the girls have a friend, though. I try to be very <laughs> conscious, self-conscious of that. That's a good move. You've pocket-dialed me before while you were singing. I'm so sorry, like, Sam. Jody, hey, what's up? And you, yeah. what, was I, what was I singing? I don't remember. Thank goodness. Thank goodness for you, too, for Forgot that. to record it. <laughs> All right. Look, reach out anytime. We love hearing from you. What do your kids make fun of you for? Um, that you certainly couldn't have planned. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody finds the good news today. Jody's good thing. I'm going to introduce you to a lady who is writing letters to soldiers and mm-hmm. has been since just after World War II. Whoa. Love to focus on the good stuff, the happy news, because there's enough bad stuff, right? That's why we do Jody's Good Thing. Good news. Jody's Good Thing. I came across this and I thought about you, Murphy, especially since you had such a great love for your grandmother. Grandmothers are so fabulous in our lives. Grandmas are. You're right. There's a lady. um, She's 98 years old. She is a grandmother. Her name is Eileen Cooper, and she started writing uh, to service members, to soldiers, back in World War II or just right after World War II. Mm-hmm. And so she's still writing letters to this day. So it's estimated she wrote, she's written about 7,000 letters just in the last six years alone. Not to the same guy, right? No, 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 no. Different soldiers. Okay. She, you know, finds out what their situation That's is. three letters a day. It, yeah. Every day. And this is what she believes in doing. And even though she could type, she chooses to handwrite these letters. Um, her son kind of explained you know how she started she said she wrote every day to her, my brother and a lot of soldiers don't don't get any any mail at all i decided that i'm gonna write as long as i can how sweet is she is okay she, she actually handwrites every letter is at least four pages long wow this makes me feel horrible about myself because <laughs> i have thank you notes that i owe people we're yeah. talking three lines i owe people mm. and i can't even seem to do it um she finds out a little bit specifically about who she's writing. When in Florida, he had to have a new ear. And I'm sure he was very, very depressed. So that's why she wrote to him to try to bring him encouragement about yeah. that. So she finds out a little bit about them. She also knows the um, hip lingo of the day. T-T-Y-L. Which means, talk to you later. <laughs> How you like that? Yeah. And she always, she says, she always ends with something you know, very specific, some specific well wishes for that soldier. I wish you safe every step of the way. Mm, that's her reading one of her most recent letters. Mm-hmm. So as long as she can, she's 98 years old. She sits at her kitchen table and does this on um, a notepad uh, in her handwriting. Four pages. Wow. Well, I'm t- it's not a legal pad. Yeah. It's a smaller than a regular eight and a half by 11 sheet, yeah, but it's still, yeah, yeah. it's handwritten Pretty. four pages. That God bless so, her. So, so sweet. I need some good news, baby. I agree. That is a good thing, Jody. Thank you. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's got me doing something tonight that involves two bags of gravel and 10 gallons of water, Sam. Uh-oh. Shout out and love to my friend Leslie, who gave us a 10-gallon fish tank aquarium <laughs> mm-hmm. with the filter and the light and all that good stuff. I, you know, I'd asked around because I knew Murphy didn't want to buy a brand new fish tank. And this well, little three-gallon one that we have, these two goldfish that the girls got in April? Yeah, Maybe it was in April. April? Uh, it was in March. It was sorry, three goldfish. Yeah, and, and it's, oh. yeah, it was three goldfish. And typically, those don't last at all because we've only put them in bowls. But because no we had some great advice from somebody, get a three-gallon tank, you know, put the air filter in there. Next thing you know, poof, they're going to live. And sure enough, 
they they're live. living but they're what, thriving but i don't want to be in the extra pet business i i love our pack of dogs that's our animal set i don't want anything else running around the house mm. and, and or to have to manage yeah. and girls so, are constantly asking for other sorts of pets little ones so we're we've fallen into this thing now where they'll, they'll only get bigger if we put them in a bigger tank mm-hmm. well that's never going to end right well, right we, we can't just let them they're growing and pretty soon that little tank they're in is going to be too small and i do not want to bury another fish but aren't they like plants they'll just grow to fit the environment and that's yes. it remember we got that but call that we you know, each goldfish has to have 50 gallons. Oh, that's a recommendation from somebody who's in that world, but we have not gone that well, far. And I even read something the other day that said the best thing is in a pond. So, you know what? <laughs> we'll go straight from hey, 10 gallons come to over the to pond my house. if we need I, to. Yeah. Okay. I can help you there. Look, I'm super excited to say we have a 10-gallon tank ready. We put the gravel in it the other night. We poured about 10 gallons of water in it. It's ready. It's going. It's, you know, the water's getting ready for them. And so tonight we move them. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't remember their names. Phoebe named them, named them, but they're getting big. And I don't want to find them floating one day in that little yeah, tank. I was going to say, it doesn't really matter what you name them. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm it, really happy to move them to a bigger tank, and, which is what they need. And, and I don't mind trying this, but I'm not an expert. Okay. So I feel really inadequate doing this. I'm having to Google everything, Sam, mm-hmm. making sure the pH of the water is right. Is it the yeah. right filter? Everything to make sure that this works. I don't want to do anything bigger than 10 gallons. I mean, to me, once they've grown at that point, we'll, let's okay. find a place for them. We're, moving, coming. The, we're moving them to 10 gallons. It'll be quite a while, I'm sure, before anything has to be done. Because we don't have a pond nearby. The only thing I know that resembles it kind of goes circular and has a handle. You know what I, mean? <laughs> oh, wow. I don't want them to be there. So Your daughter, especially Phoebe, really wants this, Daddy. We'll let you know how the transfer goes. Okay, Sam? You know, especially, Murphy, if they get too big, they, they're they not going to go down that circular thing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Stop. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. She's divorced, but why Jennifer Garner is not ready to date again. This answer is going to crush you, Sam. Aw. Jody's so sweet. She said it's okay if a cookie makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's what happened. That, good. that is what happened in yesterday's After the Show podcast. So if you want to find out why that happened, go ahead and subscribe at murphysamandjody.com. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys know how much of a crush I have on comedian Kevin James. I know. Mm. You love Kevin James. Sam thinks he's just Paul Blart Malkoff. Yeah. <laughs> I was with him, like in the room with him, I would be blushing. That's how I don't need to meet him. Jody, I just adore him. Jody's the first person I ever heard, heard call a sweetie patiti. Sweet potato. A sweet potato. Oh. Anyway, Kevin James, you know him from The King of Queens. You know him from Paul Blart, Mall Cop. We, one and we, two. And one and two. And The Zookeeper, which <laughs> Paul is even Blart, better. Paul Blart, Zookeeper. Because he had all those um, animals talking to him. Yes. Um, Kevin James is doing a Netflix stand-up special, and I'm super excited about it. You know, they've announced this. Like, they've got one with Ellen. they got a bunch of comedians coming back to do stand-up specials. I, I've never known him as a stand-up. I always thought he was just a comedic actor. There's some. I think my fitness goals are different than most people's. You know, most people want to lose enough weight so that they're, you know, look good in a bathing suit or they lower their cholesterol. I just want to lose enough weight so that my stomach doesn't jiggle when I brush my teeth. Uh, That's it. Then it's just maintenance. That's all. Self-deprecating and too cute and too cute. He started in stand-up, though, right? That was the first place I heard of him was stand-up. Right. I love his physical comedy because, like, he just goes there. He goes there on those segues and... I'm just having flashbacks to Zookeeper. So look for that. That'll, that'll be one I look forward to. Mm-hmm. I know there's a Chris Rock one. There's an Amy Schumer one. Netflix 
is where all the stand-up will be in the coming years because yeah. they're landing all these deals. I've also got Jennifer Garner news. You know that she and Ben Affleck finally made their divorce final recently and Ben yeah, Affleck has moved out. I really thought it was, I mean, because it looked like they were trying to hold it together and or yeah. pull it back I together. Know. You know, whatever reasons that they can't make it work, they are co-parenting together really, really well. They put their children first and all that. She told People Magazine that she's settling into her life as a, you know, single mom, but she is you're going to like this too or hate it for her. Not ready to date yet yeah. because she needs to heal because are you ready for this? Ben was the love of her life. Mm. Oh, oh. Until me. he put the bat suit on. That's right, Ben. Way to go. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. On the way, your next outsider at 830 this morning will take you to the National Spelling Bee, which is in its final day today with some of the very impressive work with very big words. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's already June 1st. You know what, Jody? I just realized a week from today, we're going to be preparing for the trip to Vegas. Oh, I'm aware. I've already been thinking about what to bring for our J-Lo concert in Vegas. Jody's J-Lo Christmas gift. I've never done anything. I've never given Jody any kind of gift like that before. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm super excited. I mean, I know it's at the Axis at Planet Hollywood, which is where Britney plays, but Britney's on tour like in Japan now or headed to Japan, so it's all J-Lo. Yeah, all producer David is such a Britney pro who's given us the scoop on the Axis, so oh, we he know ta- what's going on. I was like, give me some tricks about this theater, and you said... Girl, do you like to shop? I love spot. to you shop. You go to the left or the right as soon as you enter or exit the Axis <sighs> Theater, and there's just a giant hallway full of stores to shop. Exciting. You gamble, I'll shop. It'll be a cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Anyway, look, I want to um, bring something back up that we were discussing what? like last hour about things that your kids make fun of you for, you know, because we all kind of we have that. Our girls make fun of us for the way I, well, me, the way I say Taco Bell. Look, I'm a Taco quirk, I'm a Bell. Quirk, I'm a quirky dude, so I know that there are a lot of things. Actually, I wind up commanding a lot of that because of the goofy faces I'm making, mm. little things like that, that they know are my antics. Yeah. They never know, though, sometimes when to laugh and when not to laugh. You know, it's kind of like that little area where, is he really going to take this joke right now or is he not in a good place? You know, I can see them sometimes hesitate with you, which is okay. Yeah. You know, um, I bring it back up because I don't want any kids who are listening to think that, that just because we say it's kind of normal, you should not make fun of adults unless you have that good relationship with them. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. And it, what's, it's a matter of what respecting really, adults, too. What's led to a lot of this, too, is if you look at the dialogue and a lot of these you know, Disney-style shows, and it's not just Disney Channel, but the Nickelodeon shows, mm-hmm. yeah. those original TV shows, a lot of the humor is very sarcastic. Yeah. And so, you know, of course, as you're watching that, you're going to pick that up. The, oh, yes. that The kids' humor that, the, that this generation is growing up with is definitely biting and sarcastic. And so when we say make fun, I mean with someone you're safe with in a family environment, you have private jokes together. Mm-hmm. And the, look, the first time it happened to me when it was it was definitely Taylor because she's our oldest, I was like, I'm sorry, what? I, I feed you. I'm driving you right now. I just paid for everything. And you're making fun of me. Nothing's my, funny to me. My first thing was what? But then I'll I, turn this car around. <laughs> Jack, Jackson, I've had to deal with that because he's he's every now and then gets a little too biting. Yes. Oh. And you got to say, hey, hey. Mm-mm. I'm dad. Right. Yeah. And that's going to vary a little bit by parent because every parent has a different sense of humor. Every sure. kid, does, right? So sure. Some have none. <laughs> you just have to decide what works for you. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, we have a special visitor arriving today, Murphy, and I don't remember if I remembered to tell you about it what? until now. So mm. let's do this together, Sam. Oh. Coming up next. 
Hey, Murph, guess what today is? The first. Today yes, is June the first. first. I know that. It's also the day that Stewie shows up at our house. Yeah. There's Stewie? a li- There's a little dog that um, Taylor and Phoebe will be pet sitting for and splitting the money. Oh, this is the one that you told me about. We've got somebody who's going a on dear vacation. friend of mine whose daughter is going to London. And um, Stewie, they don't want to board him. He's yeah. a little bit old. Uh, super stinking cute. And the girls are going to be making this money and splitting it. Stewie's not staying with the pack. Stewie's staying upstairs in your mom's suite. I'm going to let Stewie's mom (laughs) explain what she would prefer. Because he is older. He stays in on his bed most of the day. Mm -hmm. He only needs to go out on a leash to pee once or twice a day and do the other thing. Separating him from the rest is not going to be a good idea. Because somebody's going to be curious and go and check. And that's too much to manage. And plus, they're pack animals. As long as everybody gets along, yeah, it's fine with me. Right, it's fine with me. But I do want to get. It's she. He's not my dog. I know. That's you know. It's kind of like Stewie goes to summer camp. That's really what this is. Yeah, and Stewie gets five dogs in the process. Like probably more dogs than he's seen in a long time. But this is look. This is the thing. I told Taylor and Phoebe they could do some babysitting and some pet sitting this summer, and this is the first job that came up. It's a in in the house job, and look, it's a new cute. Like we have big dogs. This is a new cutesy little, yeah. the kind that you put uh-huh. in a bag and carry. Murphy, remember when Jack's dog, my son Jack's dog Oscar, went to summer camp? I know. I didn't want to think about that, but you know oh, what? You, you had you, there was a conflict management issue in your house. Uh, in your house, yeah, <laughs> it cost me hundreds of dollars to get that little dog fixed. And 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 it's. We're going to take and, care of this. All right. Plus, your dog, Gus, is just not really... Yeah. He, he's, he, not, he's not used to being with he's others. He's not social. He's kind of right. like me. Right. He loves his lawn chair <laughs> and his... Yeah. Happy or alone, huh? You and Gus. Yep. Okay, Sam. So, anyway, today's Stewie Day. Well, this Stewie's will be, well, but, so, but, super cute. But their responsibility is to manage this one, then, right? They are feeding, watering, taking out, cleaning up any messes. They're going to earn this money. Yeah, I barely okay. will touch except to love on Stewie. All right. Deal? And I suppose all will be good as long as Stewie doesn't become chewy. <laughs> okay, keep like it coming. Keep it coming. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We're making chili. No bean chili, so none of your jokes, Sam. Okay. So I made chili the other night, and because it's one of those things that I can make, and everybody in the house eats it, and it's an easy one-pot thing. Yeah, as long as you don't put beans in it, though. It's funny. The kids get picky about some things really? being in it. Yeah. One, one yeah. of our kids doesn't like beans. And every once in a great while, I want beans in the chili, so I'll make a big pot for all of us with yeah. beans and one little for her, which you're not supposed to do that, but hey, I'm a mama. <laughs> I can do it. Um, so the other night, I made a typical easy, quick, no-bean chili, where we add corn, because they like that. Yeah. And I do beef and pork and all this. And I posted a little video of it because it was just looking so happy and bubbly. And boy, did we get some questions about it. Straight from our Facebook page. David, what are the questions? Let's well, try to answer them. You're not the only one with picky eaters. Yeah. Kat says, Jody, for my picky eater, I blend the beans and tomatoes together. Mm. You can get the fiber and the good protein from the beans and they will never know. I could totally blender oh, it up and sneak it in there like oh, that. Like okay. Jerry Seinfeld's wife. She snuck all the vegetables in the food. I wasn't feeling that way, though. I was just like, you that, know. That is an extra step, but man, that's is. genius. Didn't think about that. I wonder if she would catch it or not. No, she wouldn't catch it. Okay, that. good mm-hmm. good trick, Kat. <laughs> Bethany says, I love avocados with my chili. Yep. Good choice. Yeah, we sliced up some of those, too. We had a bunch. And Christy says, looks good, but I've never seen it with corn. Where's my invite, Jody? <laughs> nice, 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 nice. <laughs> Look, I know a lot of the questions were, how do you make it? What's the recipe? I didn't think to post the recipe when I posted the video because... It's chili. 
but quite simply we it's put up we put it up at murphysamandjody.com if you want to see how I make it but I use ground beef and pork every time because it smells I mean it tastes better that way um, chili seasoning or packets whatever you want I put a whole can of tomato sauce in and drained corn and when I feel like it beans mm-hmm. and I l- l- cook it all and make it happy and the longer you let it simmer like that the better it really is so you use so sauce instead of tomatoes, like chili tomatoes. Yeah, I like to use actual tomato sauce. Mm. You can do both. Yeah. But um, the the key to it is that you serve it with Fritos and sour cream and cheese. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have some leftovers in the fridge today. Oh, that's right. Unfortunately, none of you will be able to try it because I'll be eating it all. <laughs> but it's that good. Yeah. Anyway, it's an easy <laughs> no bean chili recipe. I kind of call it like a kid friendly. You know, yeah, because the kids will eat it easily. So, and Murphy, um, check it out at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. We're going to take you to Washington, D.C. for this one. The Scripps National Spelling Bee is wrapping up today. Mm-hmm. Some very impressive and big words coming your way, Sam. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The Scripps National Spelling Bee is happening now, concluding tonight. You can catch it on ESPN. And you know, the organizers have tweaked the process a bit so that they don't get a tie again. That's good. So what they've done is a written test, which is already done. If they have a tie, that written test will break the tie. Now, one of the competitors this year, also making history, qualified when she was five years old. She is now six. Her name is Edith Fuller. And here's what she did yesterday. Nick to Nasty. Nick to Nasty. N-Y-C-T-I-N-A-S-T-Y. Nick to Nasty. Correct. Wow, wow. Got to remember to say the word again at the end. Yes. Can you imagine? Nick to Nasty. Uh, anyway, concludes tonight, and somebody will get it when they want a solo winner. Check it out on ESPN. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. I had to hide the uh, crazy glue from my son Parker. Why is that, uh, Sam? I, I mean, I never thought I'd have to do this, but he has a Rubik's cube, and he finally solved it. Oh. And then, really? You know, that's impressive because I never solved a Rubik's Cube. I can't either. Ever. My, my oldest, Sammy, he'll just sit there and in about three minutes, it's done. I couldn't even solve them by peeling the stickers off and putting them back on. Nice admission. Okay. Well, Look, part- I didn't even have a Rubik's Cube. I had the, I had the McDonald's one. So there you go. Oh, I love my McDonald's Rubik's Cube. I forgot about that. My parents weren't going to buy a $50 piece of it plastic that or whatever yeah, it was. Weren't, that was a happy, happy meal, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, I had one. I had the McDonald's one. So he okay. solved it, and then he twisted it all and put it back in this place. It's, you know, it's supposed to be messed up. And then he accidentally broke it. Mm. And oh. I wasn't there when he broke it. I was like outside doing something. How do you accidentally break a Rubik's Cube? Well, I, mean, I, I used to do that when I was a kid. I wouldn't do the sticker thing. I'd do the pop it apart and put it back together correctly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, see where that got you. Uh, see who's the genius now. Well, he took the uh, crazy glue to glue it back together. Oh, the no, piece no, no. that was broken. Mm. And he didn't realize that that took care of the entire Rubik's Cube. Forever. So now the Rubik's Cube is stuck incorrectly well that's a good lesson learned i mean seriously you that's the best way to learn something the hard way Yeah, at least he didn't glue his hand to the rubik's cube that would have been a mess would have been solving a whole other problem yeah plus a hospital bill murphy sam and jody here's what's trending in the next 10 minutes something super easy you can make with or for the kids or they can make it for you for summer that will change your breakfast game 
so Sam, you were saying you made the uh, buttermilk pancakes the other mm-hmm. day for the kids. Yes. Um, Twice all- in the past four days. Oh, really? Well, I made it for the twins over the weekend, and then Jack wanted them when he came over Tuesday. Okay. Oh, so you've made it as, as often as I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to clear the air. This is not my recipe. I mean... I brought it to us to share. I found it in an old cookbook mm-hmm. that Murphy's grandmother gave me. It's like an old, our best ever Southern living recipe mm-hmm. cookbook. And I saw those buttermilk pancakes and I literally thought I have everything in, in this house except the buttermilk. I was going to the store that day anyway. Yeah. So I wanted to try it. And I literally will never again do um a mix or whatever you the you, shake or whatever you know what before i made them for jackson i checked the date on the buttermilk uh-huh and, and? and it was that day oh so it's like well let me smell it and it's like i realized you can't smell if buttermilk's bad because it stinks period i didn't notice that you, That's didn't, a you good... didn't smell buttermilk it was no. like yeah i was just this in bad awe at this how normal. thick it was when pouring yeah. it. and i have a friend who swears when she fries chicken which she doesn't do very often mm-hmm. <laughs> but when she does if you use the buttermilk before you you know when yeah. you dre- when you're dredging it or whatever that makes the big difference anyway these are easy to make the only ingredient you probably don't have in your house is buttermilk <laughs> <laughs> so buttermilk pancakes get the super easy recipe that I don't know. It'll change your pancake game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, MurphySamAndJody.com. Sit tight. After the show, the After the Show podcast is coming up next. Yeah, I have to explain to Murphy why this is a good thing today that we're moving two fish from a little uh-huh. tank to a bigger tank at the house. Okay.